It's cool. Where'd you get it from? Uh, it was here. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, it was here. Someone's, it was someone's parents. Yeah, it's kind of like fake fancy, eh? Fake fancy. It's not that fake fancy. Yeah, you scratch the gold paint off and it's just like plaster. Oh, that'll be it. like, yeah, there'll yeah. be shit underneath, yeah. eh? Yeah. Sorry, I've just got my snotty nose rag here. Joel's going to blow his are we, nose. Should I, should, am I going to ask the question? Are we on? Oh, are we? Are we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. People are going to hear me do a wee nose blow, but it's for the best, everyone, because I might, I might do two less sniffs that Tim either leaves in or has to take. Either way, it's not good. That last one, I reckon I took out. How many sniffs? Probably thirty. You'd think I was on cocaine. But yeah, I'm probably just, probably thirty sniffs. But I think. I'm, I'm realistically just a bunged up guy. Yeah. Uh, some people, I sort of, um, I was at someone's house the other day, and I. They seemed a little bit sensitive about, they had small kids who were snotty and they were talking about how sick everyone's been and I was like, oh, okay, interesting. But I one day I was there and I was kind of bunged up and I and I sort of said, oh, you know, don't worry, it's, uh, you know. It's just, just me. It's just me. This is how I am all the time. You know, I'm a bit bunged up, a bit gluggy. Uh, how you been, Tim? Good. What's been going on? Mate, it's been a solid three days, is it? Yeah, well, I yeah, last? I was like, I, I, I drove home that uh, Monday, would have been episode 125. Yep. I wasn't happy. Yep. Uh, woke up on Tuesday morning, I'm like, I just wasn't happy. I was just, I just wasn't happy. Um, and then all week I've been thinking, was I a bit hard on, was I a bit hard on Izzy? And then I was like, nah, nah. The comments are 50-50, eh? Yep. The comments are 50-50 on Izzy. The comp, there's the 50-50 Izzy, or maybe it's slightly more the, you know, because a lot of people are pointing out the cringe, and then there were some smart comments that were like, look, I, and this is how I felt, it was like, I love the fight, I love watching him fight, great fighter, really good fighter, but just, um, yeah, look, some people would say, eat it. most of the people that were moaning about how much Izzy carries on, they were just told to fuck off and shut up, and, you know, and maybe that's fair, but it's just, he's still carrying on. He's still carrying on. I mean, how long do you carry on for? Well, I wouldn't at all. I think no. it's it's great. You need to sort of be humble in victory a little bit. Yeah. I don't know. It's gone, eh? Hey? Yeah. Well, for some people it has. Yeah. Too much. He'd be, I don't know. He'd be hanging around for too many But maybe, like you say, many. we're way too low low test for that. Like, we we would never. I don't think you're low test. I'm slightly low test. I don't think you're low test. In that environment, because we. I saw your. I saw your. Um. I saw your. Uh. I saw all the photos of you doing some aerial maneuvers on the boogie board on the weekend, <laughs> but I don't imagine you landed and were like. Were <laughs> you like that flexing? I imagine you didn't. No, I imagine you just walked out the water like, "Hey guys," <laughs> not like that. But you know what I mean. Were you just like everyone was like sick, and you were like, yeah, "No." Man, well, there's a difference between there's a difference between like banter with friends. Yeah. And, yeah, and then sort of, I don't know, like, what do you call what he did to his kids? And I get it, it was payback. Oh, yeah, I saw the video of, of, of Poi Dunn's kid falling over in the thing. But I also, I, I see both sides, because I am a dad, and I do try to, I have tried to be a fairly kind of disciplinary, not super disciplinary, but I've tried to have the kids so... They weren't pesting other people. Yeah. Like I've always kept them in line to a degree. We were in the backyard. I never wanted my kids to be the kids that were the loud fucking crazy kids like I had next to me once that would throw rocks over and just be a general pain in the ass. So I never wanted that. And I also agree, like if I was in a fight with someone, a, a, a proper, uh, an organized fight, and I, you know, it sounds ridiculous me saying this, but I knock some dude out. Uh, yeah, I, I can say for sure I would be I would not be comfortable with my kids coming in and mocking a dude who I'd just been in a 
essentially a simulated life and death battle. Yeah. I get it, but also when I saw the kid, the kid was tiny. Like, and a lot of people are making the making the case that like, let it go. Like that, that kid's been living in Izzy's head rent free for years. Yeah, and then then the poor the poor little cunt was crying at the UFC the other day. Understandable. Your dad just got knocked the fuck out. Uh, nighty night time for a while. Like he was out for what twenty seconds or something. Or I don't know how long. It doesn't matter. And then the dude who did it points you out. Yeah, in the crowd. No. The, the, the comments. I I had to stop reading the comments like a couple of days, like a day or two ago, because it's just people arguing about. Uh, most people are like fuck that kid, and then the other people were like, yeah, it's pretty immature of Izzy to do. It. Yeah, okay, yeah, that kid was. You know, his dad should have been whatever. Or, it was a bit out of line, but like to carry it on that long, I don't know. This is just the New Zealand way. I just I'm a little bit like I don't know. Poor form, I reckon. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I I I I, I, th- I think he's he's got a cool style. He's a he's a world class fighter. Ah, without a doubt. Without a doubt, but it's like you can love. It's like I'm listening to a I don't know any new number of songs or watching any number of movies. You can. Uh, Enjoy the art, but sometimes the artist is... Sometimes you find out things about the artist you'd rather have not known. Yeah. And we found that out during the pandemic as well. Yeah, all of the artists. Yeah, most of the artists. Um, <laughs> it was pretty crazy. But yeah, no, that was me. So but long story short, um, I, yeah, I don't know why I was that unhappy with 125 from my perspective. Well, listening back, the first hour... Is it okay? The first hour was great. Have you not listened to the second hour yet? Um, I'm, an like, yeah, it was I'm an hour and a half in. Okay. Yeah, the first hour is great. Yeah, the the, the, the third quarter. I've got is, uh, I've got, is, is, is sort of it hits on a darker path. <laughs> but it's I, just the, it's just the bit, topic. I have a bit of an issue with the with the, the Izzy Pike River crossover. <laughs> I mean, that's it's a it's a massive stretch. Well, it's not. It's a strange segue. Anyway, we'll put it. Oh, that very. Way. I'm a strange guy. Yeah. But the, the, it's the it's. Let's put it this way. It's the only thing I can think of where I've seen something go downhill. So quickly, yeah. In a, but uh, yeah, in the Civic Center of Greymouth, it was a much more traumatic thing. Uh, like I say, how Johnny Ewan's dad described it was exactly how I remember it, and I remember all the people collapsing, woman wailing, and I just remember uh, going, yeah. We were the first ones out, basically. Yeah, we were the first ones out, and I remember Kurt chasing off some. Paparazzis, you know, rightly so. They were just, you know, and we were just out of there. Anyway, but yeah, it was just that feeling. I'm obviously exaggerating, being well, not being silly, but but when yeah, just getting back to the Izzy speech with Joe Rogan, that's what it was like for me. On on, on in a different realm, it was like I thought you were gonna impart some hum, some some like encouragement on us, but you just. It was just the start of like what's been like essentially nearly a week long gloating fest. Yeah, it was like Izzy told you your dad is dead. Yeah, he's, pretty much. He's like your dad's, d- and, and, and you and you will you'll never have closure. No. And all of you minions listening to this speech, you will never be anything like me. And it's like, hey, look at look at this. Guy. Who said we want to be like you, mate? You know what I mean? Prancing around in your little tight shorts under lights. <laughs> Who wants that life? You know? Not many. Not many I'll people. I'll tell, tell you the only thing I'd take. The monies. 
the uh, money. That's all I'd take. I was like, forget about the rest of it. I'd have the monies and I'd set up in like a market garden and just teach the kids and anyone who wanted to know. Uh, and I also learn along the way how to grow um, things from Mother Earth. These guys are all too fucking concerned with uh, McLarens and McLarens and uh, just a general wank fest. And, and look, I get it. That's their world. But like, this is the thing. I love the fighting. I love the blows. I love the kicks. Not the blows. That sounded weird. I love the punt. I love. I love the contact. I love everything about it. And I love it when guys just you know. I love a cowboy Cerrone. I love it. I love it. A Nate Diaz. You know. I love a Kevin Holland. Kevin Holland and Israel Adesanya are. I mean, they. Uh, it's a totally different animal, basically. Yeah. Similar. Look, got some similarities, but Kevin Holland is, in my opinion, so much cooler than Izzy. Like without a doubt, like maybe Izzy thinks he's a bit too he's a bit too cool for school now. Kevin Holland is the, in my opinion, is he is like he's so casual. Izzy's not casual. When you're mocking a little kid who you couldn't handle mocking you six years ago, that's not that's not casual. That's like you, not like, like you I, say. That kid's been in his head for fucking six yeah, years. Yeah, like, do you think Kevin Holland is an example? Do you think Kevin Holland cares about shit like that? No. Hell no. <laughs> Kevin Holland is the sort of guy that knocks people out and is like a little bit like probably, if if anything, probably genuinely concerned for them. Yeah. And there are guys like that, and those guys can be the best guys. You don't have to be. It seems not that I would know, but it seems like you don't have to be like that. I'm assuming you can win a title and still be like, oh, shit, I hope he's all right. You all right, mate? Are you all right? Yeah, you're all right. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure you can do that. Not finding his kids in the crowd. <laughs> I mean, is he might as well have done the throat slitting the neck. He might as well have. Yeah. You know, why are we even talking about this? I don't know. Better than trans. It was just it was just because uh, you, you were upset with last, with Monday's pod. Well, you thought it was I was bit, upset with my You thought it was pod. a bit negative and Oh uh, yeah, I mean I'm yeah. a negative guy. I'm a negative positive guy. You know, that's how I am. But I try to make it funny. Um yeah, wasn't sold on my uh, Izzy Pike segue, but hey, it's probably the only one going around. So <laughs> I challenge <laughs> I, I, I challenge yeah, yeah. I challenge, challenge anyone, anyone to find a podcast where there was a Israel Adesanya gloat fest Pike <laughs> River tragedy uh segue. I throw it out to the Good yeah, luck. Good luck. Uh you only get that here. Um, so what have we got tonight? Um, how's the, um, how's your, uh, how's the fifth generation hybrid war been for you this week, Tim? The what, what? The fifth generation hybrid war that we're all currently. Is that what we're in? We are currently all enmeshed. Whether most people, even you don't pay much, too much attention, you are still privy to the fifth generation sort of hybrid-style warfare that is being perpetrated on the planet currently by all manner of uh, groups and think tanks. So why is it the fifth generation? I, From listening to military nerds, that's just the generation of war we're up to, apparently. Okay. Um, I mean, I can I can pull it up and I can... Uh, but yeah, that, that according to the, the, uh, the military big brains, that's what we're up to. Um, and fifth generation war just essentially um, incorporates probably um, more uh, propaganda and um, sort of mind controly stuff than in previous times because they've got the ability to do such things more. Um, here we go. I'll read you a little uh, excerpt. This is off, as uh, they call it on No Agenda, the Book of Knowledge. This is off. Wik- the book of knowledge. This is off Wikipedia, as they call it. 
fifth generation warfare or 5GW is warfare that is conducted primarily through non-kinetic military action such as social engineering, misinformation, cyber attacks along with emerging technologies such as artificial intelligence and fully autonomous systems. Fifth generation warfare has been described by Daniel Abbott as a war of information and perception. There is no widely agreed upon definition of fifth generation warfare and it has been rejected by some scholars, including uh, William S. Lind, who was one of the original theorists of fourth generation warfare. So, sorry. Okay, so he can so, make so he can make up yeah, yeah, his, so, his yeah, version of fourth yeah. generation warfare, but he doesn't approve of the fifth one because he didn't make it up. He is to fifth generation warfare what I am to Israel Adesanya. <laughs> Just a bit of a hater. Just a bit of a hater. Uh, yeah, so we're, that's basically, would you, from reading that off the Book of Knowledge, would you agree with that's similar, something similar to what we're currently experiencing yeah. and have been for probably, in all fairness, a couple of decades? Yeah. Uh, actually, actually, probably a good segue into um, last night, uh, I think we were talking about it in the 1, 2, 3 episode, maybe 1, 2, 4. I, I um, just happened to introduce Eva to the Zapruder film. Yep. And then, but it was funny because Amy was somehow Amy and I were talking about uh, Robert F Kennedy Jr. is apparently yep, running. Yep. Yeah, he yep, is. I'm, I'm running. I'm, I'm running for the Democrats. <laughs> he's running for the Democratic uh, to be the president, or run. He's he's in the Democratic. Uh, what do they call it? To 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 figure out out of the Democrats who's going to run. Yeah. Personally, I worry about the guy because I mean, he's he, he might get suicided. Yeah, his his family's got a terrible track record. Um, <laughs> Uh, but anyway, so you're watching the so Zipruder, so Zipruder Amy film. was talking to me about RFK, and I think I was flicking through. Oh, originally, Eva and I were watching um a really uh, cool video because I try to when it's a certain hour before bedtime. If we are watching TV, I try to make it like you know a bit lighter, a bit more, a bit more maybe inf- interesting things. So if we somehow stumbled across like a 10-minute video of uh, really high-tech agricultural machinery. Shit I'd never seen in my life. Like real crazy shit. Like like this vehicle that goes in or- apple orchards and ha- it's like a vehicle that's autonomous, drives itself, and then it has four drones tethered to it. Imagine it's got four drones and they all have these little sucker things on them. And there's four of them and they're on like this rope sort of rope, and two, there's two on either side, and they just pick apples, no humans involved, and all sorts of digging apparatus, all sorts of things that plant, plow, plant, it's all mechanized, just shit I'd never seen, so we watched that, it was really interesting, like, you know, things like that, those logging machines that they... They chop the tree, they flip it over, they chop it into segments and strip all the branches and all yep. that shit. Just cool shit. And Eva was fairly interested. But then uh, it must, the video must have finished and it must have been uh, the grey zone, you know, Max Blumenthal and Aramate popped up and it was about RFK. And Amy was like, oh, she sat down she's like, oh, can we watch this? It was five minutes talking about RFK wanting to have the, um, whatever they call it, for the to run for the presidency. Anyway, Eva started asking, we were talking about RFK, and Eva was like, oh, asking about the Kennedys, and I'm like, oh, yeah, so his uncle was, you know, it's, it's fucking hard, it's like that time I had to explain to a kid at a No More Gap, it's like, oh, shit, I don't know, I mean, it's, it really was quite funny, so I was like, yeah, so his uncle, have you heard of JFK? She's like, no. I'm like, okay, so his uncle was the President of the United States of America, and in 1963 in Dallas, uh, someone or a group of people, basically they blew his head off in front of the world. 
And he was like, ah. I was like, do you want to, should we, up? Uh, anyway, before you know it, I'm like, there's a Pruder film. Let's it was, watch it. It was pretty hard to find. It wasn't like, um, it, watching the JFK assassination is what was so funny when I finally found a good version of it. Well, a good version. A 10-year-old in 2023 is just like, the, the second it come on, she's like, I can't, this is terrible. And oh, I'm just like, the quality. Yeah, she's like, and I was like, and I had to pause it. It was because it's like 20. It's not in 4K? No, it was 20 seconds long. So after two seconds, I even might have mentioned how bad the quality was inside of four seconds. I had to pause it. And, and she, you know, she's cool. But I just had to say, babe, look, this is 1963. And it was filmed by a dude on like whatever the... You know, like this is not a this is a this is an amateur video in Daily Plaza in 1963. So, but just watch. So we watched, and the seconds ticked by, and then as he drives by, and then we're watching, 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 and then JFK's head just went, Poof, and I was like, okay, so that's JFK getting his head blown off, and then you know what happened with uh, after that video? It was only 30 seconds long. Then there's the twin towers getting hit by a plane, and Amy was like, "Well, we're we gonna." And Amy's like, "Might as well." I'm like, "Okay, sweet." So I was like, "Do you know about 9/11?" And she's like, "No idea." I'm like, "Well, okay, let's watch this video." And it was the plane hitting, and she was like, eh. "She was like, nah." I was like, "So you never heard of this? This happening?" She's like, "Nah, nah, never heard of this." I was like, "Well, I can't be bothered getting into the story about who did it because it's." I was like, "You just have to read about it when you're older and figure it out for yourself," you know. But we were watching it, and then we watched the bird, and then she, then when they collapsed, she was like. Oh, she was like, I was like, oh yeah, it's pretty bad. And then Amy was like, we sh- should we show? You should show a building seven. I was like, oh yeah, this is a real doozy. This one. <laughs> so we watched the NIST report. Then we watched the NIST guys, like the government bullshit um, version of it. And they had all these computer models of it collapsing. And I'm like, that's not how it collapsed. It like collapsed in its own footprint from the, you know. And then I was like, notice the guy sitting in this well lit room with his hard hat and his all his Manila files piled up behind him. And I was like, yeah, what they're doing here is they're trying to give you the the impression that this guy's, uh, you know, he's got a hard hat, but he's also got his Manila folders. This guy really knows his shit. But I was like, this guy's a fucking government shill. This is a total bullshit story. So we went through that. So um, yeah, so Eva got her first taste of um, some malevolent things in the world last night, um, and yeah, this is the bad bit. Um, so you know that was fine. We just carried on, f- fucked around. Um, you know, she went. To, um, Amy went out, and I was just, we were just farting around. She went up her room, played Lego. Then I read of some Harry Potter, and then it was time for bed. And then we went to, we went to really bed really last night too. I was like, you know, fucking, you know, the 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 solar the solar panel batteries get a bit low, and it's kind of like, nah, you know, you got to yeah, shut it down. You got to shut it down. So I've just been going. We went to bed about nine nine thirty. Eva, very like fuck. The amount of times Eva would ever come into our room is just like fucking one once or twice a couple of times a year. It just doesn't happen. She walked in. She's like, I can't get to sleep. That was it. I was like, Are you feel alright? She's like, No, I feel fine. So she lay with us for a minute, and, and Amy was like, you should go and lay with her in her bed. So I went down and just sort of stayed there for a little And I th- as I was laying there, she's like, she was just tossing and turning around. She's like, Dad, I can't get to sleep. And that's when I was like, ah, oh, fuck. She's probably like, you know. Going over a few things in her head. Going over a few things in her head. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, the, the, the toothpaste is out of the tube now. So, look, I said, look, Eva. You can't rely on, uh, this wasn't when she was trying to get sleep, this is previous. I was like, look, the only way to figure any of this shit out is, well, it's hard to, it's, it's nearly impossible to figure it out. No one knows what's going on. It's fifth generation warfare for crying out loud. Um, so I said, look, all you can really do is read some books and, you know, 
do a bit of research and if you want to try to figure it out or know kind of what happened because I, I, I like I say trying to, it's trying to teach a, trying to teach an 18 year old how to know more gap it's something that just comes natural to you when you when you when it's just like okay explain what happened I'm like well it's the same with uh, someone blew those every, buildings yeah same with jujitsu like if someone says oh can you teach me this this maneuver yeah and you're like ah oh. Okay, if you've never taught it before, it's like, yeah. well, what, yeah, how many steps do I make it? Yep. And yeah, ha, which parts do I sort of isolate and say, you have to do this, have to do this? Which bits do I skip because I think they're just a natural thing you would do? Yep. Like like teaching someone how to gap fill. Yep. You'd be like, do you teach them absolutely everything step by step? Yeah. Or, or do you assume that they must know something? Yeah, I think you should. Yeah, you have to. This is essentially the thing is why you know people say, um, yeah, like you could be what are you a purple belt? Yeah, but um, you would get better if you then started teaching yes. others how to do yes. it. And, lo- and a lot of the guys that would do be for me for painting too. Yeah, if I had to, because I've never really had an underling. No. I've never had a Padawan, as they would say in Star Wars. I've I, I really haven't had to teach anyone anything. But you I've, understand by teaching other people, you understand yeah. more yourself why you do things. Yeah, that's it. And why yeah. you don't do things. You're yeah. like, oh, but until you have to sort of systematize it and and, and make the steps, yep. you sort of don't really realise you're doing all the shit automatically. Yeah. Like it even Through like, years of just years of doing it. Like if you no more gapping, it's like fuck I cut the fucking nozzle in a certain way. Yeah. I cut the thread off the tube at the same place, and yeah. I trim the nozzle. And then once that once that gappy water and that rag gets a certain level of water, it's a feel. It's like how oh, do you teach your, gone. How do you and teach a feel? This though? rag's fucked. Yeah. <laughs> I only use mutton cloth or a microfiber. You know, forget about those fucking bags of rags, people. Like, don't even get that shit away from me. Yeah. So when you're talking about conspiracy theories, you almost <laughs> got to teach teach a gut feeling. Yeah, like the Dennis Genuino vibe off the castle. Yeah, yeah. it's just a vibe, Your Honour. So I was good in so far as... um, That's enough egg for me for now. Bloody good egg. Um, (coughs) Excuse me. We got... uh, The funny thing that Joel's uh, chewing away on a hollow Cadbury egg. Good egg. We got so so much shit. Like my parents gave the kids heaps of stuff for... For, yeah. e- for Easter, right? We've got this. They've got eggs and big bunnies and yep. all sorts. All the good stuff. And guess what? Both of them yeah. are like, to be honest, we don't really like chocolate that much. Well, that's, yeah. The dentists. It's too, well, the dentists won't love it. Well, they like, they like, their teeth will. They love lollies and ice cream. Yep. But they don't really I like, do too. they don't really love chocolate. Yep. So now we've got a fucking massive you stack of there. chocolate that you had we're a wee couple of bunnies. Palming off on you. Yeah. I mean, I'll take, I mean, you know, I didn't go, I just got one block of chocolate for Easter. Um, Tony's, the Tony's chocolate shit. It's fucking worth an arm and a leg. It's, um, it's, um, slave free chocolate. So it ends up being, fuck, $42 a kilo. No, it's like, it's, um, it's, fuck. Uh, I can't remember off the top of my head how much it is. But if an average Whitaker's block is about what's a Whitaker's block worth? Fuck, I don't. This is the thing we don't do shopping. I don't know. Let, let's Three say bucks, this, four bucks. It, it'll be double easy, double Whitaker's cost, yeah. and it's smaller. But it says that uh, Tony Chocolonely is like a Dutch company or some European, and they got they're really big on no slaves. I mean, that hasn't stopped us from me having an iPhone, and I mean, maybe these microphones and all of this. Shit. All of this shit is 
got some sort of but but yeah, my chocolate's slave free. It is fucking good chocolate too. Anyway, so back to the kids. Yep. And the Easter eggs. Oh, no, doing the no more gapping doing and, the no, and yeah, the, yeah, it's explaining teaching, conspiracies, explaining stuff. Yeah. So I haven't. What I did, uh, I did. I refrained from really. I'm trying to be, um, and it's not easy because I'm, I'm not a. I'm no intellectual, but I'm trying not to uh, sort of. Um, you know, I'm trying not to give the full what I think about it. Yeah, I kind of refrain from that. I refrain from, you know, like, you know, because it's hard to, how the fuck do you explain that to a 10-year-old? Like, because we don't really know. We have an inkling that there are, you know, there are groups and think tanks and corporations and they will work together when it suits them and when it that doesn't suit them, they won't. And, and you could say that they're, they're, sometimes they're working against each other. And it comes down to so many different aspects of life. It comes down to money. It comes down to power. There's all these different religions. Everyone's it's tr- so compartmentalized I don't that you, you've got no idea. So that's why it's easy to keep most people caught up with, you know, entertainment. The nonsense, the trans nonsense. debate. Yeah. And, or even lower than that, um, Shoreland Street, Coronation Street. It's just like people are just like, oh, I just want to get home and have tea. And, and I get it. Veg out on the couch. Veg out on the couch. So I, I'm. It's not that I'm. I'm trying to not go to. This is what I. I think this. This. And this. But I'm also actually at some point I'm struggling to even put it together myself. Yeah. So you open your eyes a little bit, just to what a yeah, few things. Yeah. I have suppose happened. it's just interesting to me that. I mean, it's not. It's obvious, but it's just like I don't. I'm not like what you've never heard of nine eleven. Of course they haven't. Like I don't even think. I don't think anyone... Well, we we were in it, right? We're not in it. But um, we, you know... Show me your passport. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like Saudi, we were, Saudi passport yeah, here. Saudi passport. I'm, 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 no, I'm Assad. <laughs> My name's Joel, for fuck's sake. I'm a little Israeli. Popping off there at the moment, too. It's popping off there in Israel. They're having a bit of beef with Lebanon. That's sort of on the Lebanese side. I've got sort of a... Got a little bit of a skin of the game in the air, if you know what I mean. Literally and figuratively. Um, <laughs> skin in the game. Well, I mean, Amy's, you know, she's got the Le- she's got the part Lebanese, so therefore Eva's, you know, she's so oh, I've got to I've got to be I've got to be back in the Libs and in their war against the the oppressive Israeli regime, uh, the Netanyahu regime, and whoever's there. But yeah, it's all popping off. This is the thing. It's like uh, I constantly listen to podcasts, and all anyone's talking about is why is the why is no why why aren't the main corporate media talking about all the um, seemingly seeming move away from uh, like China and Brazil are doing these deals where they're like, hey, why don't we buy shit off you with our money? Why don't we do that? Why don't we trade in the yuan? And and then the Saudi Arabians are talking to the Iranian, and all this shit's happening, and it's kind of like. This is like really big shit. This is kind of like, um, yeah, this is a big deal. And then there's all these spot fire wars. And I just, it's so funny. I mean, I, I, now true to what I said I would do is I haven't looked at anything in the news since I had a bad rant on, um, in my opinion, on Monday night. So I don't know what's happening in trans slash Trump world. I haven't looked. But I know there's a lot of geopolitical um, happenings that are just that in the past would have been a big deal, you know. Yeah, on their own. It would have been a like big deal. Twenty of them all at yeah, once. Like it's like there are all these. It's like there's a heap of countries who are powerful who are basically saying, giving the U.S. the middle finger and saying, 
you know, we're we're done with this shit and we're all going to move. Like, you can only sanction so many countries before you sanction too many countries and you fuck too many people off. And I think that's where the U.S. is heading. They're like, like the sanctions didn't work on Russia. And now even countries that aren't typically that aligned with Russia are going, ah, look, they're selling cheap oil. Look, we're just... We're all trying to not have our economies collapse, it seems. So not, not everyone. Like, there are countries like the U.S. We don't want to kill all our population. No, it seems like there's there's forces in the States. I don't know who they're working for or what they're... But it seems like that, that country is being, um, you know, imploded. And I think a lot of the, some of their allies are just kind of like, we don't really want to go down with this ship. So, you know... Um, you know, I, I imagine the Republicans in America are trying to make the case that it's China, but I don't know. I don't know if China has that level of um, that level of uh, penetration into the U.S. culture. The Republicans would say, "Look, they're poisoning us with fentanyl and TikTok," and I'm like, "Is is is that really what happens, or is it the fact that you guys have been running around the planet since you dropped two um, a bombs on Japan?" doing, in air quotes, regime change and bringing democracy to how many countries and killing millions of people. Is this just what happened? Is this like civilization karma? It could be. Like, is it just bigger than the whole thing? And, you know, is that a thing? I don't know. If, if, I were, if you were to ask me, that's probably what I'd lean towards. Because then you're not relying on all these shadowy groups. Maybe it's bigger than them. Maybe they think they've got some power and they're trying to, uh, how are we going to direct this American empire now? It's going to shit. Let's try to make as much money as we can before it shits itself. But over them, it's like there's just this, maybe it's like a civilizational karma. Maybe it happened to Rome and some people say, oh, Rome just morphed into the next one and then it morphed into the British empire, then it morphed into, but I don't know. Maybe, maybe this is just the chickens coming home to roost after you've leveled parts of the Middle East, parts of Southeast Asia, you know, multitude of Latin American countries. Maybe this is just what happens. The as they say, Tim, the war always comes home. Yeah, I don't like the the anti-China stuff's weird though, because <coughs> like America and their great uh, capitalist sort of leanings, they get like China make all their shit. Yeah, it's a weird one. Like all of this <gasps> shit, it's all, a, all this, all this nonsense. Like, oh, we love Amazon, one click. We can fucking buy everything from home. This is this is the best thing ever. Like, yeah, it's all made in China. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's all, the you're thing. so reliant on other countries around the world. Yep. Yet you sort of walk around with your chest out, like they owe you something. Yeah, that's why I wonder if it's like Cold War 2.0 is just a it's fifth generation warfare in itself. It's like. Let's scare the people about China, because it's we don't want to get caught short that like then China just go on like a rampage. But I just I personally can't see that happening. It's China are good at some things, but they certainly and also like it just seems it seems strange. Like exactly the point you're making is like they make a good chunk of America's shit. Like, it would seem counterintuitive for America to blow that shit up, because then, you know, so then why can't, uh, why can't every, why can't they all just make business deals and get along? I mean, that's kind of, that's the point is uh, uh, what some pundits say China has done. China's done what, what America has done with their military, China's essentially doing with economic, like yeah. with, um, 
you know, it with might, manufacturing and, yeah, and all that. It mightn't be. It mightn't be totally. It mightn't be totally above board. It mightn't be in the best interest of the countries. Like I don't know if when if they go to, to um, Djibouti's government or some other African nation who. Uh, or Sri Lanka, or, or there's a multitude of countries they might go and go. Hey, we'll build you guys a port, a rail system, and the Belt Road Initiative, and yeah, but, so we can deliver our shit to your country. And also, they get them into debt, yeah. and then they know the countries can't pay the debt, and then China are like, okay, but it's well, not like it's not military debt though. No, it's it's nearly like um, so th- that's what at least um, some people believe the Chinese have done. Like it's not like I haven't done the research myself, but you don't need to do the research on the Yanks. They did it a lot of it <coughs> at a bar- with a barrel of a gun, <coughs> and then also, like sanctions are crazy, man. Like people, I don't know how much. I mean, it's not like sanctions don't keep me awake at night, but I listen to different, you know, sort of. Well, I don't want to use we don't use the word experts after the COVID, but people who have a lot of knowledge in the geopolitical world, and a lot of people would say that sanctions are what really kill the people. Basically, it's not always the war. Like U.S. sanctions are catastrophic for pretty much anyone. Like I was listening to um, a lady. Um, I've actually got a clip. Are you ready for a clip? Are you ready for a clip, Tim? Clip away. Not what? too many though. We don't want to turn uh, into the clip show. I know. No, maybe I don't even. No, I don't. Actually, I don't think I got the clip. All I'm looking at here is. Um, I'm looking at a pile of sheep shit because it was a massive pile of sheep shit that I just um that I took a photo of in the driver the other day to show Amy because I was like I've never seen a sheep do a shit that big. No, I don't. I don't think. I think I may have um asshole the clip. Or did I put it? Oh no, I would have put it in the show notes. So oh, this is a clip from a lady. So her name was. She was on the. Uh, is your dude now? No, Vanessa Beely. Beely. Vanessa Beely. What did I say? Well, you said her name was, so I thought you, oh, you sorry, were going to say... Oh, sorry, sorry. I was talking about her in post tense. No, her <laughs> name is Vanessa Beely. So she's not dead or a dude now. She, no, sorry, sorry. I've totally misrepresented her. She's very much alive and she's a female. Um, so Vanessa was on Germ Warfare, which is spelled J-E-R-M, Germ Warfare. He's an African guy. I listened to the podcast. It's sort of growing on I me. Mean, initially, I was like... Because uh, he's South African, they're a bit, you know... Racist, yeah. Well, no, not really. Yes, but also just a bit... I don't know, you know what South Africans are like. They're a bit Yeah, they're dry. just racist, yeah. They're a bit dry. <laughs> yeah. Um, but this clip might be... How long is it? Hopefully it's not too long. But um, she is in... She essentially lives in Syria. So if you... So what I do is I Googled her. I well, Google or any sort of mainline app, uh, mainline search engine. So you Google her... And um, this is what comes up at the top. What's her name again, sorry? Vanessa Beely, B-E-E-L-E-Y. So this is what it says. Vanessa Beely is a British activist and blogger known for sharing conspiracy theories and disinformation about the Syrian civil war and about the Syrian volunteer organization, the White Helmets. And it just basically goes on any, any corporate site, just says this chick is a essentially um, like, like anyone that... Um, talked even in mild terms about how much of a balls up the Ukrainian war is and you got you know you'd be accused of being a, a Kremlin shill so it's like even Tulsi Gabbard got uh, accused of being an Assad shill remember yeah like anyone who even tries to say hey maybe the Syrians maybe we could lay off the Syrians 
So this lady is, don't, you can Google her, but don't bother. She, her name is, drag, she's dragged through the corporate um, searchosphere. But um, I thought her clip, um, she's boots on the ground though. So this lady lives in Syria and this is a little bit about Syrian life. Uh, it's pretty interesting. <laughs> the reality right now um is that Syria is occupied on the majority of its borders um, by hostile states. In the northwest, as I said, it's under the control of al-Qaeda, which is effectively a US-UK asset in Syria and always has been, not only in Syria, of course, also in Afghanistan, um, in Africa, and so on. You know, al-Qaeda. Afghanistan, thank you. <laughs> is the US asset despite its global war on terror. Um, in the north, you also have Turkey, which is backing um, really the Muslim Brotherhood factions, which were formerly uh, the Free Syrian Army. In the northeast, it's occupied by the US. So from the Euphrates to the east, um, you have US occupation. Formerly, there was also ISIS occupation, ISIS is also a proxy of the US. Um, I can come back to that afterwards. Um, right now... They won't tell you that on the news. <laughs> of course, it's the Kurdish uh, separatists, the Kurdish Contras, that are looking to create an autonomous region in the northeast, supported by Victoria Newland, who was also behind um, the coup in uh, Ukraine. In, in Kiev in 2014. So the cookie monster is back in the North East Syria. <laughs> in the southeast, um, the US has one of the largest military bases in Syria at Al Tanif, and it also controls Rukban refugee camp, which is a recruitment center for armed groups. Around Rukban camp and Al Tanif, there is a 55 kilometer exclusion zone imposed by the US on Syrian territory. Um, in which they are training uh, armed groups, terrorist armed groups, in the use of artillery like HIMARS that have a 250-kilometer range. So from there, they can effectively um, target Damascus. And in the south, of course, you have uh, the annexation of the Golan territories by Israel. Lebanon is... Um, obviously probably one of the few friendly countries, although Jordan has now opened its borders again with Syria. They were previously closed before 2018. Um, but Lebanon, of course, has been put into economic uh, freefall, which has also had a knock-on effect on Syria because many Syrians put their money into Lebanon when the war started in Syria. Um, so it goes on, but... Yeah, she talks about basically the sanctions are such that like you can't, no one can send money in or out. Um, when they had those two massive earthquakes that were in Turkey and Syria, like the U.S. State Department, all the you know they they would not let any fucking supplies in to Syria. Um, no aid at all. No, no, no. They would stop it. Other countries did, but they'd have to go through Lebanon and other countries to get in via other ways. So there's you can't. She said she has to, people have to smuggle cash in. There's no. There's not. They're not set up for Bitcoin, and they have the the Bank of Syria is like they just they can't get money in or out. You can't transfer money in or out of Syria apparently. Just and so the the Yanks have occupied 
like the, the oil producing bit. You know, the Israelis have taken the Golan Heights, and it's just like fuck, man. Uh, and the Victoria Newlands got shit to do with it. So I look, I don't know what the world looks like if the Yanks get there. Like if it eventually, you know, if it all, it doesn't look. Uh, you know, I mean, me personally, it sounds pretty sick, but I mean, you know. I'm I'm happy I'm alive now. I want to watch the. I've I've been interested in the shit my more or less my whole life. So I'll happily watch the the death spiral of whatever's coming. It seems it's interesting to me. Um, <laughs> you know what can I say? I mean I'm here. What are you? What am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to not, not be interested? In, yeah. Am I supposed to be interested in it and then just go? Oh, this is too much. No, it isn't. It's it's crazy. There's not not a lot I can do about it either way. But um. Yeah, like, I'm torn because I listen to so much American content. Most Americans seem like good people. But, fuck, I tell you what, I uh, look, I don't know what a, a world where the Yanks aren't the big swinging in-charge dick looks like. But, I mean, how much worse can it be than the Yanks? Seriously, that's... Yeah, would Al-Qaeda, would ISIS... None of them have... The, would, but, would they all fold without... US. Yeah, well, probably they're all a lot of them are CIA cutouts, and like are are, are Vladimir and Xi Jinping and um, Kim Jong are they, are they all just going to go on? They, I can tell you this now, fairly certainly, they aren't set up for um, you know marching around the planet and taking everything over. They just aren't. Maybe they could be in the future, but then you got to wonder. I mean, who who does that stuff like? Um, the Yanks have been doing it for, you know, you know, under a hundred years. Now, the Germans had a little go once or twice, once, had a wee go, did go too well. Ruskies don't really seem to care. Like, they just, the Ruskies just seem to, they just seem to want to be like, okay, this, this is our area, right? And, and please stay away. Just stay away from us. Just leave us a buffer and we'll, we could, this is the fucking thing. China, I don't know. Look, I don't fucking, I don't, um, I don't, I don't like the 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 vibe of the the regime, you know. But I certainly don't lose any sleep thinking they're coming here to, to to you know, have China ever showed any real inclination to take over the you know. And, and, My and government worry me more than the CCP. Yeah, like the Yanks definitely worry me. Like the amount of shit. I would just love to see a world where the Yanks, the State Department, USAID, the CIA, and a multitude of other three-letter agencies and whatnot, intelligence operations, aren't... Like, I want to I see what a world looks like when they're not... Because they, they, those groups, try to make out like they're holding it together. But the way I look at it is, I, I want to see what it's like without them um, racking up all these separatist groups, nationalist groups... The fucking the far right nationalist groups in Ukraine and every European country, like all through the Cold War, Operation Gladio. That's what that's who they were backing. All these fucking far right death squads. They did it in Chile. They did it in all the contra. They did it all through fucking Latin America. I mean, they just. They, it's you know, it's like I was listening to a podcast today and someone was talking about um you know when you hear about them talking about China and uh, and uh, Taiwan, right? What do you hear? You hear about what Taiwan wants to do and America wants to do. Eh, 
the fuck is it? Is anyone asked Taiwan what they want? Like people talk about it like it's like America are like well, this is a red line. It's like we're only hearing from the Washington and Beijing. What does Taipei think? What what are, what do they want? Like I'm sh- I'm sure they just probably want to go. Hey, look, um, let's. Let's, let's just freely trade with let's China. Sort with, yeah, let's just make a deal with China. Like, why the fuck is America getting involved? I think they should just be... I think everyone should just say, fuck well, off. Well, it's part of their strategy. Yeah, yeah, just fuck off. And I think we're... I don't know if we're getting flim-flammed on multi-whatever-degree chess, fifth-generation warfare, but it seems like um, there are blocks of countries that are moving towards saying, fuck off to America. But, you know... The Yanks aren't going to go, I don't know, they're not going to go down. Well, they're not really, I don't, it's not a matter of them going down. It's just, I don't even think they would want to take um, a, a, a backward step. Like, I'd imagine they're probably not Yeah, even, like a, a, abandoning some of their military bases. Yeah, they've would got that hundred, be seen several as a hundred. Backward stepping. Yeah, like, they don't want peace talks in Ukraine. They probably don't want the Saudi Arabian Yemeni war to like they they don't really show any inclination to stop any of these things. Um, they don't want Iran and Saudi Arabia being chummy. But why? Like they're right beside each other. Isn't that what you would want in the Middle East? But apparently not because that means what? They'll have to pay a bit more for oil or they won't have their I And mean, if there's less war, there's less money to be made. Is this what is you know, it's it's really fucking sick. But I'm 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 happy to sit and watch uh, you know, like like I don't want it to go to total shit for the Yanks. But I'd love to see like the the equivalent in the banking world of like a credit downgrade. Like you guys are downgraded to kind of what China is, like uh, economic power, but with a navy that only really operates around your coastline, you know, and a air force that can't really, you know, they can't really like the Chinese don't really have an air force that they can just refuel their planes and f- literally fly them around the globe to drop a new... It's just, they're not really set up for that. Yeah, not, most countries aren't. Like, it's only really Russia, but definitely the States. And, and as far as navies go, it's only really the US Navy. Like, the, the Chinese Navy is not there yet. They can't just park up all the aircraft carriers off someone's coast and uh, annihilate them. And I, that's the thing. I don't think the Chinese have any real inclination to do that, though. That's the weird thing. But... Yanks. Why would they want to? They exactly. make money from the rest of the world by yeah. manufacturing the rest of the world. Yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. The, the Yanks kind of are trying to, they're essentially trying to make it like they're the victim in all this. It's fucking bizarre. Like, it's like these big bad Chinese are coming in and selling fentanyl and, and TikTok and they want to take Taiwan off us. It's like, it's not yours. And, um, and like, look at your own. You guys apps. have, you guys Stop have, dumbed about down your, you've dumbed down your own population. And you were you were happy to uh, you were happy for Oliver North and the you, know, you were happy to import cocaine and through the CIA and all that shit. Like what's say you know if you guys as they say what's good for the goose is good for the gander. It's not the first time this shit has happened. So anyway, that's what's been happening this week, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's been happening this week, mate. Life yeah. goes on, mate. Life goes on. I didn't see. I, I seen your little clip. Did you see? Have you been on the gram? Oh, what, the Gerald Salente clip? No, no, I seen the little um, sprinting clip. Did oh, yeah, the that? little um, the little sprinting dwarf man. Yeah, that was really good. I I listened back to the latest pot, the one you put out yesterday, and I 
fucking laughed at the dwarf, uh, the dwarf um, athletics. It's really funny shit. Uh, we should start a league. We should see if we can get a league going. We should have a no agenda meetup session slash midget uh, athletics league down at some park in Christchurch. We'll tear it up for the summer. Um, yeah, that was fucking funny. So, um, did you see now that what has been happening since we last uh, podded? Um, what, did you see the Dalai Lama tongue suck? Yeah, yeah, I don't know what to make of that. Pretty weird. I mean, do you do you encourage kids to suck on your tongue? No, no, exactly. So, can we put it in the? Is, but I don't know that that's what he was. Is there? Is that exactly what he was saying? I don't know what I it's because I I read that and I'm like know, I can't, I can't hear what well, he's the, saying. Well, the thing is, yeah, I know, but he the kid he was encouraging the kid to. It was just a bit, um, you know, you. I mean, maybe that we could just say uh, there's a lot of people lo- a lot of right wing people losing their minds about it as they do tend to do. Uh, but I I I could just maybe if we had a fallback position, it would just be like, um, you know, old dude, um, you know, elevated uh, profile clearly. Yep. Um, I've heard in the past, I have read books much what 10 or 20 years ago, back in my uh, peak peak theories sort of environment I was in. It wasn't the first time I'd heard this, that even the, the Dalai Lama is some sort of a CIA asset. It's not outside the realm of craziness. I had read that and some some researchers had found some evidence that the CIA have it's you know is the Dalai Lama his title or his name? You no, know, it's his title, I believe. So he is an exile, isn't he, from Tibet? He is the Tibetan, I don't know, Grand Wizard of Tibet <laughs> Grand in <wizard>. exile, <laughs> and because Tibet is a you know like it's a it's one of those. Um, geopolitical pin, pinch points where, you know, I, if you said prove to me that the Dalai Lama has in some way got something to do with the CIA, I'd have to scurry around. But uh, seems legit. You know, like, that's the sort of thing they do, right? Yeah. Any fucking thing, any, this is what the CIA does, espionage and skullduggery. And every intelligence agency, New Zealand's intelligence agency does this shit, but not to the level the CIA do. That's what they do. They get they 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 get into these um, they whoever their enemy is, and they've got a lot <laughs> a lot of enemies. Uh, you know they'll find uh, groups, think like like with Tibet, and they will put money and resources into you know exploiting the position. Um, now, so that was so you don't you're not here or there on the on the um. Dalai Lama tongue suck? No, well, I didn't. Did he say suck my tongue? Something like that. <laughs> yeah, I don't play, know. I we just, can play I, the clip. Yeah, I just I thought he was poking his tongue out, and I thought he was saying to the kid, "Oh, poke your they tongue. were like kiss. They were poke, they, your, poke they, your tongue they, out. They kissed a bit. They kissed a bit. Is it a cultural thing? Weird culture. It's probably no weirder than that culture in Papua New Guinea where they get the thirteen-year-olds to, you know, about that. Get in the suck out and uh. Get it, the, semen, the semen wars. Or I don't know. Should I should I pull? Should I do a quick? I'll do a quick search if, if the listeners haven't heard of this. Um, Papa New Guinean. Um, Isn't it like a rite of passage when you're becoming should, a man? What should I say? Papa New Guinean dick suck. <laughs> <laughs> should I just put that in a to Google? Let's see. This could be a weird search. Ooh, oh, I got um. You might see nudity, sexual content, or other explicit material. Safe search is off, it's saying. That's at the top. 
I've never seen that before. That's me typing in Papua New Guinea and dick suck into um, Google. <laughs> uh, okay. Oh, I don't want to watch Papua New Guinea porn couple suck fuck. I don't want to watch that. I just want to... Oh, what about this one? The Guardian. Botch penis enlargements. Papua New Guinean doctor warns of... I mean, they was, they're trying to sell some poor Papua New Guinean Islanders on getting the bigger dick. Um, oh, this could be at the top one on Reddit. So Hodjo will love that. He's like, Reddit's come through. Hodjo will love it. Uh, let's go. Let's just open on Safari. Um, so this is a... Um, this looks like a, a tribe called the Itoro. Tribe of Papua New Guinea can be called adults... Sorry, before the young boys of the Etoro, spelt E-T-O-R-O tribe of Papua New Guinea can be called adults, they must consume the semen of their elders. Man, fuck, Dalai Lama wants to move down here. So I'll punch in Etoro. Etoro <coughs> tribe. The semen warriors. This, is that what they call them? Is that what they, they, is that what they call them, the semen Duh. warriors? Uh, here we go. Let's see what their culture is. <laughs> Weird culture, bruh. Uh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, here we go. The Itura or Idolo are a tribe of an ethnic group in Papua New Guinea. The territory comprises of the southern slopes of Mount Sisa along blah, blah, blah. Uh, they are well known amongst among anthropologists because of ritual acts practiced between young boys and men of the tribe. The Toro believe that young males must ingest the semen of the elders to achieve adult male status and to properly mature and grow strong. Wow. Okay, so maybe we should just send all the trans uh, weirdo activists to uh, that particular part of... Um, and they can all just join the tribe and... Suck Big suck fest. <laughs> I mean, yeah, so there is some weird shit. So um, that was just one example of weird shit. And maybe the Dalai Lama, I don't know. He's up to some weird L- shit. A lot of people weren't happy about it. They were not happy with the Dalai. And here's the thing. He must have a social media. He must have some man- some marketing people or something. Like, you got to be self- you got to be aware of what's going on in 2023. Be like, you shouldn't have to go, Oi, Dalai, come here. Pull your side. Hey. I remember we don't touch boys anymore. Like, just... <laughs> You can't be letting 10-year-olds suck your tongue when you get... Like, he was... Yeah, he was being video... He was being t- uh, recorded, I mean. He needs to uh, talk to the... I don't know, I was going to say talk to the NRL boys, but they, they've got no idea when it comes to videoing themselves nah, doing little At least acts. they're not... At least they're just... They're, they're sucking... They're just sucking powder up their nose. <laughs> that's, that's essentially a victimless crime. If you are a victim, it is only the consumer, and that is, you know... The jury's out if, you know, if you're just having the odd lash every now and again, you're a high-performance athlete. Did we ever get to the bottom of, remember there was one sports star, I can't remember what it was, the, there was a bit of sucking off in in the pub in front of people. Remember that story? Oh, yeah, that was, uh, someone sent me that, and that was uh, um, that was like an Aussie rules club team. Yeah, yeah. And it was like a bet. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Did we, did we ever get to the bottom of that and find out exactly what went on? I don't think we. F- those guys were reprimanded, which is I think it's punishment enough just having that hit social media. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Look. Look. I thought West Coast guys were pretty loose, but no one was. Uh. No one in Greymouth was having an end of the year do where you lost a bit yet to suck your mate's dick. That's pretty weird. If no, that I'm, was what yeah, happened, I hadn't seen that. No. Uh, no, I haven't seen that either. <laughs> I've seen some shit. I ain't seen that. 
Anyway, um, just eating more Easter egg. Oh, here's a, here's a bit of a lighter story, albeit ridiculous. Hold on, I'll just eat this. Now, the other day on Insta, on the JTS page, excuse me, I posted a meme. I thought it was just a, it was one of those right-wing US meme, you know, grand old memes or one of those Instagram meme pages. And they posted a meme and it was, um, it just said basically, climate change is leading to more home runs. <laughs> yeah. And then it had yep. Greta, it had the picture, someone had superimposed Greta Thonberg's head onto the picture and they had it turning around like pitchers do when, I mean, I watch it, when, but, you know, when, when you get it for a home run in baseball, there's always the turn look and look of like, <laughs> So I posted that, I just thought it was a joke. Turns out it's a real study, so it's like kind of like reverse satire. It's weird. I posted that thinking it was satire, but it's not. It's a real study. Yeah, they talked about it on No Agenda. Yeah, so I posted it before I heard that, and then I heard it. I was like, what? That's how wacky the world is. We... I used to get caught out back in the daylight with the onion. Before we before yep. there was Babylon B, there'd be articles that they'd post and they were satire. And, and you get caught out on a few, unless you're a super brain. And then people still get caught. Like, I, I don't know if everyone knows. Like, sometimes I've had, I've put up um, Babylon B memes and I've had people message me asking me, like, uh, Is this real? Yeah. Well, talking like it is. And a lot of the time I just sort of slowly hit to. Back it down that you know this is just you know it's they're just taking the it's a satire site basically anyway but this is the opposite of that this seems like satire but it's well it's it's, it's an equal it's a real study but I mean you know it's like who, who's funding it but anyway study 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 get this <laughs> climate <coughs> climate change is leading to more home runs study finds oh they love putting that there they study finds this is like that guy last night building seven the hard hat and the manila folders yeah <laughs> study finds it was imploded. <laughs> Uh, warmer temperatures helped to it's helped at least 500 more long balls sailing over MLB fences from 2010 to 2019, according to a study from Dartmouth College researchers. Re, Dartmouth College, re, Dartmouth College researchers. The just the sheer fact that they can say, um, yeah, we've figured it out in a nine-year um, span. We've picked up 500 extra homers that were from climate change. Like, that is just absolutely preposterous on its face. The fact that not they're not just saying there are more homers due to climate change. They're saying how many over a nine-year period or 10, 10 seasons or whatever. Like, I just don't know because you'd need to... How, how do they figure out the ones that you'd need are... Because you'd need the exact same pitch, you'd need the exact same hit... And you'd need different same same no, same no, atmospheric conditions. No, you need different atmospheric conditions. Oh yeah, so what it's like in the fall? In the, in, yeah, and yeah, before or and, and then the the, uh, in the warm. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. It's just the ex- it's fucking nonsense. The explosion of home runs in Major League Baseball can be traced in small part to climate change, according to the study published Friday, a peer-reviewed paper published in the Bulletin of the American Meteorological Society, Dartmouth College researchers said they can connect at least 500 additional home runs from 2010 to 2019 to Earth's human-made warming. Fuck me. Sideways. Do they... Maybe if they looked at ball speed... But... Bat, yeah. Is bat speed a thing? Do they do they oh, have bat speed? Tim, 
there is so like you could lose your life to statistics. But not only that, the 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 MLB, the baseballs are constantly changing. They will juice baseballs every year. They the, made them. Didn't they make them smaller? They made them smaller, bigger. They've changed the, all the rules. Training this year. techniques. They've change. got uh, pitch clocks. There's yep. they change baseball so much to put it down to climb. I mean, it's just. I mean, they're kind of doing our work for us. Like, I think people that like like. There was the early days of being worried about the environment, right? We were all, well, most people were there. Well, maybe not most, but anyone who wasn't a right-wing person, you know, we kind of, we all got caught up in it somewhat, right? But in 2023, if you aren't reading that and going, really? I, you know, it's... It's getting like they're, like I say they they're kind of making it they're doing our work for us like it's so preposterous it's, it's preposterous that, that will turn people against them they're like oh yeah. this is this is getting silly now guys listen to this the research was based on the simple premise that air density is inversely proportional to temperature according to the paper and that with all else being equal warmer air is less dense and a battered ball will carry farther. <laughs> But how much farther? And you can t- they say, like I say, you'd have to know all of those those five hundred extra home home runs. Uh, I mean, yeah, they, they would have to know this- exactly ball speed, bat speed, whether it was going to carry over or no, whether it wasn't going to carry over the. Yeah, they have to know air, so many variables. All that they'd have to know like humidity and air pressure and all that shit every game during the game. Because that shit would change totally minute by minute. Yeah, it's like, the weather. It's the weather. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it I, just seems so. Yeah, crazy. like I say, I thought it was a piss take, and then it turned out to be a real. But the study. thing is, they they're correct, right? They're correct Pardon that me. a ball that a ball flies further. Yeah, and it was a warmer, warm. It was warmer, a nice warm day. Yeah, and warmer it was temperatures. A warm day. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So n- most well, scientists, most scientists, yeah, right. You can have a warm year. Yeah. Most scientists mean, wouldn't disagree with that. No. But to say, to, to have an exact number, they think there's been 500, 500, 500 more, more than be, what they, what, since 2010 on, because yeah. of climate yeah. change? Yeah. Outrageous. Out of control. Um, now, there was another Who's one. Who's paying for this shit? Uh, billionaire. Don't you know we're supposed to be sending money to Ukraine? Billionaire left wing liberal people who have invested <laughs> their money in electronic cars and. Pea protein, meat in the lab, bullshit, and uh, batteries to wind turbines. Um, and chopping dicks off. Chopping dicks off, clean hydrogen, um, <laughs> all the shit. They've invested all their money in it, and they're probably going to do really well out of it. And, you know, like I say, it'll be next to Once the climate change thing wears off, it'll be, uh, yeah. AI will get so scary for people that it will be, uh, the next thing you know, it'll be AI. Uh, here's another funny one. I had to try and pick, after the last episode when I wasn't happy, I had to try and find some better things. That was one of them. Here's this one, though. This is I, I, I checked this out to make sure this was, wasn't was just a joke. Seems like it's legit. Uh, Chinese colleges are giving students a week off too, in, air quote, in quotes, fall in love as the country struggles to keep its birth rate up. So, like, they're basically, you know... Um, Why don't you let, the, let more white men in? You let the white, let the white schlongs up into, um, up into uh, Mousy Dong land and uh, unleash the dongs. <laughs> unleash well, the dongs. Well, they don't want to unleash the white dongs because <laughs> then they'll have a whole bunch of beautiful-looking um, half-Asian, half-Caucasian beautiful people that everyone wants to keep although they although it's just whitey we cop it for everything 
I mean, every it doesn't most ethnicities want to keep their keep them to themselves, right? Like the, the Japanese don't want to fuck a bar of anyone, really, and that's fair enough. Nor do the Chinese. Most countries are like, yeah, we just can't, apart from Western European countries, they're just like, yeah, we're just gonna bomb the fuck out of the brown sand people and then just let them flood into our countries and totally fuck them. How about that? You know. <laughs> What what could happen? What what yeah? What could possibly go wrong in northwestern Europe when we just let a whole heap of fucking um, I don't know. Um, I, I love I love watching uh, you watch uh, like marches of people uh, saying we've got to really let more refugees in. We've got to let more refugees in. So there's there's a bunch of them on YouTube, and you watch someone go up to them to the marches and be like. Um, so will you take a refugee at your house? <laughs> and you'll get twenty in a row. They're like, oh, oh. oh Oh, I don't. Yeah, we don't have enough room. Like we don't. I would, but I just just don't have enough room at our house and shit like that. So like, yeah, but these people have nowhere to live. They could just live on your couch. Yeah, and, and they like, don't have much stuff. So you're you're marching in the street for for what, more they want, immigration. They want the government to for do more it. immigration in your country. You want these refugees coming into your country, yet you would never take one. No, no. It's like there were on Noah Jenner, I believe there was uh, clips that were in you know some media, maybe English media, or maybe in Holland, of after, um, you know, all the virtue signaling, like extreme virtue signaling on steroids, once a whole heap of people left Ukraine, you know, when the war kicked off there, well, not when the war kicked off, when this stage of the war kicked off, because the war has been going since the Maidan coup, CIA-backed coup, back in 2014, when the US Victoria Newland-backed group, um, coerce some corrupt Ukrainians to overthrow the government there and that was just like a little soft soft start to it mate. a soft start <laughs> and then yeah they'd been killing Donbassians for fucking eight years before Vladimir would be like I've had enough but uh, prior to that so the normie start of the war so the normie start of the war last year uh, last year last February 2022 um Essentially, it was kind of like when you know Hornby Rugby League would come over and we would play at suburbs and we would uh, billet, would get billeted a a Hornby kid. Yep. Um, uh, so that's essentially what was happening, and there were all these uh, there were stories emerging where the people were like, uh, "We want, we we don't want this Ukrainian person anymore. They're, it's a, they're a fucking pain in the ass. <laughs> it got real." You know, and they were getting into trouble and they were selling, they're just doing all this shit that no one really, no one could really, it seemed like a good idea at the time. Like, I could tell you fucking now, call me, you can call me, if you want to, you can call me Selfish Joel, but there is nearly no circumstances I'm taking in or want to take in anyone unless they're a friend or family. That's it. Like, who does that shit? I had a dwarf in my house one time, and he stole CDs and all my hot water and food. So, I mean, yeah, Shane Jones—he—he's—he's he's ruined it for all the future war refugees that might emerge on New Zealand shores. <laughs> uh, he, you know, having a dwarf in your house was catastrophic. But, but yeah, who exactly? Like, fuck me. I mean, yeah, but it's—it's it's definitely a northwestern European issue where they—they've really. The liberals don't want to admit it, but it's really turned to custard there. Even like places like Sweden, uh, even England, heaps of shit going on there. Even England, like you know, I know a lot of people that uh, I know some people. Well, Amy's got friends that definitely would not listen to this, and they left London, but they left and they're glad to be in New Zealand. But they don't really, 
they still talk about how bad Brexit is. And I, I was always like, Brexit? Fuck that. I'd be getting out of... If I, if I was running any country, I'd be getting out of every... Like, the EU is a, like just a fucking corrupt den of bureaucratic fucking money-shuffling thieves. And I'd be heading for the hill. Like, you don't want any part of this. Like, the best thing they could do is Brexit. What does Brexit scare people? Like, why are people... People are still... Are these, are these You're scared Zealand, of being independent? Yeah, it's like, fuck the EU, man. They, that is an absolute dog's fucking breakfast. Why would anyone <laughs> want to be part of the E-fucking-U? Like, like NATO. Like, why would you want to be oh, part of NATO? Oh, because we're more powerful when we're, we're, we're sort uh, of grouped yeah. together. Well, that's not working out so good. They're all fucking... Everything's so fucking expensive there. It's a total shit show they've just you know it's it's multifaceted fuck up but um yeah like lefties still don't want to they just it's it's hard they've they've had a it's been a fucking hard few years several years for the lefties like they went for everything they went for everything they went for the pandemic they went for the jabs now they're going for the wars they got so many emojis in their fucking profile they don't know what to do and they're not willing to and their hypocrisy oh, is like off the it's charts. Off the charts. <laughs> like you like you say, it's like I don't want fuck I call me a cunt, but I don't really I I'm happy to like yeah, yeah, a little bit of immigration, fine. I mean I'm not a, I'm not I'm not Brenton Tarrant. Like yeah, let a few people in. Let but if we've in. got work and homes for them. Yeah, that's work great. yeah, totally. Yeah. Especially if they're like uh, engineers, doctors, Uber drivers, um curry cooks. No, uh, don't, we don't want the doctors. No, we don't want the doctors. But what if they're a good doctor? You know? What about a good sort of uh, doctor and they're, you know, I don't know, they're more holistic, Tim. Maybe a holistic doctor. Not so not so inclined. We, maybe we vet them as they come through. Oh, we've got to vet them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, yeah so I'm not, we could just see their stance on I'm a few not things. anti-immigration. It's just like you, just, you, you can't just let every, like, you know, but hey, like you say, you wouldn't want just anyone you don't know. You can't just let anyone in. I mean, yeah. I, I know, like I say, I've said months ago, I worked with a guy, a nice guy, younger guy, and he was talking about open borders and shit. And I'm just like, well, that is a that is a scary, liberal, greeny, left wing nut job pipe dream. Open border? What the fuck are you talking about? That would you want to ruin everything? <laughs> you're you know, you're worried about like China invading people. Just open your border. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just uh, just, just yeah, open your border open and borders. see what happens. Yeah. I think it's a terrible idea. I'm <laughs> I'm grateful to live in New Zealand in that regard because it's a kind of a place to get to. Yeah, but open borders. How's that working out for Europe and like the southern states of America? Not so good. Maybe they fucking. De- this is the thing though. You get maybe, what you deserve. Maybe they deserve it. That's the whole fucking thing. I'm like ah fuck. I mean yeah, that's why. You know, it's it's we're just it's as you know too we're just lucky to live in New Zealand. But you know, I don't have a lot of sympathy for Sweden or England or the southern states of America. I do for the people, but for the for the for the the the, the government and the organisations that have essentially unleashed this fucking beast on the world, and now the chickens have come back to roost. I I don't have a lot of. I'm just here for the fireworks show. I don't really. I'm like, oh well, fucking. You guys will have to sort that out, and I'll just, uh, I'll just sort of uh, feed I'll, the sheep. I'll just feed the sheep out and fucking swan and all, mate. Nah, uh, we're all, we're all, we're all, we're all squared away out there, you know. We're all squared away. You haven't got any. You, li- you legitimately don't have room for a. Uh, I don't. Refugee. No, yes, yeah. we don't. We don't. In, in our, in our uh, Klaus Schwab pod, we don't. The Klaus Schwab, Klaus Schwab pod. I literally, I mean, a mate, you know. You know, like fuck. We could um, 
you know, I, I could accommodate Sack if he'd come over for the weekend. You know, on the couch, you know. Fuck, at a pinch, fuck, could either have a mate's day. You'd have to get a little skinny mattress for that platform. You know, but aside from that, mate, not a lot of room. No. Until until the teenage boys uh, move on to greener pastures, uh, so to speak. Uh, then there'll be a then there'll be another mini clash wad pod, clash wob pod that you can sleep in. But yeah, we've got a lot of room for refugees. We ain't got a lot of room for the mates. So sorry, um, who's running this shit show? Hippikins. Uh that fucking Dilbury. Sorry, mate, can't help. Now, oh, here's another one. Um, where are we? Oh, here we go. Greta Thunberg to receive. Have you heard about this? She's receiving an honorary degree. From, uh, uh, oh, I don't want the cookie. I want to reject all the cookies. Greta Thonberg to receive honorary degree. Is she getting Dr. Huxtable's degree? She's get, They're she's, going to pass it on, just yeah, take him, his Greta Huxtable. <laughs> she is getting a degree from theology faculty at Finnish University. Which university? So, yeah. So, uh, Swedish environmental activist. Oh, my God. That's ridiculous. Once again, here we are, Northwestern Europe. I'm looking at you. You guys, look, you make top quality armaments, top quality um, cars and machinery. Tim, am I correct? Very yeah. good. Very, like as good as it gets. Yep. Pretty much the best shit, right? Like they make the best machinery, nearly. Pretty self-sufficient sort of a bunch. But man, your social side of things is just a fucking, just, can't they just go a little bit right? Is he a little bit right? They got a little bit too comfy being sort of socialist, too socialist. I mean, we can't talk in New Zealand. We're pretty fucked too. So, yeah, she's been given an honorary degree from the uh, theology faculty. And I think this is on No Agenda. They were talking about it. And they were talking about how, how it's quite funny. It's from the theology uh, faculty because essentially what she is pushing is a type of cult. It's a cult sort of a, it's a, it's a, yeah, the climate cult. She is one of the high priestesses of the climate cult. Yeah. And the fact that they gave her, like, why would they give her a, a an honorary the, theologic, a theolog, a theologian uh, degree? That's, that's weird. Like, why wouldn't it be an uh, um, honorary degree in, uh, like, at least, like, I thought you'd try and bullshit, like, meteorology or climate studies or some made-up bullshit science that no one cared about in fucking 20, 30 years ago. But no, we've given her a, a, a theologian uh, honorary degree. Bizarre. Like, does anyone pay, like, if any if, is, is she the first retard to ever get a degree? I don't know. She's the first person with, uh, what is it called, uh, fetal alcohol syndrome to get a... She must be the first person from the Finnish university to get a honorary degree in theology that's got uh, fetal alcohol syndrome. Surely has to. I mean, come on. I mean, for fuck's sake. It's just yeah, it's just total bonkers, mate. <laughs> what are we gonna do? Now Theatre, uh, theatre, theatre. <laughs> now back to the rural stories. Rural, so, mate. Rural. Rural. Keeping it rural. So now we've had a bit of an escalation, uh, had a bit of an escalation with the cat. The, with, the stray? Yeah, it's got a name. Well, I actually named it. Shot? I called it Shadow. Okay. I've seen it a couple of times. It's cute, but it's wild cat. And I'm, you know, I'm a bird fan. I'm more of a bird fan. I'm more of a, a um, ornith- more of the ornithology side than the uh, feline-ology. 
But uh, that's one of those things, ornithology. If ornithology. You, if you yeah. if you said to me what's the study of birds, yeah, uh, yeah, I would never remember. No, 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 neither. I, I mean, who never, would? No, it's, no, you say it all the time though. Yeah, I know, but, but I would never because, remember that. Only because I read it, you know. But if the first time, first time, you would be like, what? what? It's kind of like um, it's like a study of um. I would have thought, uh, for example, um, reptiles or snakes. You know what that one is? No. I would have see if when I heard it, I would have thought, isn't that the study of like weird? Isn't that the study of st blistery std penises and vaginas? It's uh, like herpetology. Ah, oh, that's what? yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the study of um, like reptiles, snakes, and shit. I'm pretty sure. Let me, herpetology. Let me double check. Yeah, you know, I, I don't want to be spreading misinformation. To, <laughs> I would never do that. Herptology. Herptology. Herptology, New Zealand. Um, let's, let's get rid of the New Zealand for a start because we just want herptology. Yeah, herp, herpetology is the branch of zoology uh, concerned with the study of amphibians, including frogs, toads, salamanders, newts, and gym. Oh, my God. Jim, oh fuck, Jim Nofiona and reptiles including snakes, lizards, ambith. Oh my god, there's some words in here that even I'm amphibians and turtles, terrapins, tortoises, crocodilians, crocodilians. I like that, and all on its own, tuataras. That's right, tuataras are kind of their own thing, aren't they? Like they, they're are so. They? I think so. They're so fucking old. They're just like. Yeah, they're, they're they're literally like as they say they're a like a dinosaur. They're they're a real little dinosaur we got down here. Pretty cool. Um, I just did I just do an Elon Musk? Pretty yeah, pretty cool. Pretty cool. Um, so yeah, there's a new one for you, Tim. You can, I'll forget that one. Herp, herp, herpes tology. Her, just remember herpes. Herpes. Remember, remember herpes tology. Remember herpes tology, but it's no S though. But just remember herpes. Herpetology. Herpetology. Herpa. Well, it, could be, it could be herpes. Herpetology. <laughs> But it is not the study of blistery penises. It is <laughs> the, the study of it is a study of snakes and uh, lizardy creepy things. lizardies. Right back to Catman. Oh yeah, so so Amy and Eva, bless them, have got a look. You know, they just can't help themselves. So Amy, it's actually I think to be fair, you just need to tell Eva you're going to JFK the Amy cat. Amy is <laughs> Amy's driving the issue, right? And Eva's not. She is prone to following in the fluffy, cute realm. Even though I've said this thing's a fucking bird killer, it's a pest. It's a pest, but it's so tiny and cute. But it's wild, like it sees us. It's funny how the sheep react to it. The sheep are very aware of things like that running around the paddock, and they will stop and they will stop bolt totally still. And I met Amy in the driveway one day. She came and unlocked the gate for me. She's like, "Shadow's in the paddock," and she's like, "Look at the sheep." And the sheep are just like staying still, watching this cat. It's quite interesting. So they're aware of like, you know, when we're around, they're like, ah, they're fucking, you know, humans. Like, the small lion. The small lion is like, that <laughs> smells like a small lion. Somewhere in their DNA, they're like, oh, this is not good on the savannah. And then I saw Shadow ripping through the paddock and it's it's so small, Tim. Like it's this tiny little fluff ball. But of course, Amy and Eva have been giving it the... The rabbit here or whatever patties we've got for the for our fluffy potsy cats. They've been leaving a wee bowl out. And it started out in the driveway. And now it's edged into inside our gate. And 
every morning I get up, but even I'm doing it. I, you know what I get up? I get up, I put my dressing gown on, I go outside, I have a piss on a tree. And then the next thing I do is I go over and check the bowl. And I said, look, the only way to settle this is, I said to, I said to Amy, and I was like, Amy, you're going to have to you're gonna have to try and find a cheap trail cam because I want to get to the bottom of this. Because basically we're, Amy's went, now she's gone down and bought a big bag of like cheaper. Poison. No, oh. a big bag of cheap cat biscuits that we wouldn't give our cats. <laughs> oh, no. They are grain free, Tim. They are grain free, but they're not quite the level of the Burmans. Like our cats only eat the bass. <laughs> Uh, quite elitist with cats we are. I can't so believe you're going to take a refugee cat in. Well, yeah, that's what we've got room for, mate. But I've told, I said, look, I've been, I showed Eva some wild cat videos on YouTube. I was like, look, this thing, this, if you're willing to commit to, this is a long road. It's not easy to, you have to essentially, you know, you've somehow got to catch this cat. And then I've we've watched some crazy cat ladies show you how they get scratched the fuck up. Well, yeah, though they wear like big thick skiing gloves, and they <laughs> the oven mitts. They on. have to slowly <laughs> pet this cat, and they reckon eventually. And I'm like, but Amy, at the end of the day, the the the, the hard line at the end is Amy's like, we're not we're not giving this cat like, and I'm like, well, what are we doing? But they they feed they uh. Well, if you're feeding it though. They're feeding You're sending it the, mixed signals, and I've said, "Well, you know, the bowl. So the bowl is just, the bowl is migrating. <laughs> the bowl is currently under the tiny home, Tim. And Eva's made it a fucking cute, such a cute little house. She's cut out a cardboard box, cut out a thing, put a blanket in it. She's written uh, shadow on the box, drawn little windows on it. It's really cute. But uh, I'm, 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 I'm in two minds about it. Like I'm just like, ah, oh, fuck it. Okay, sweet. Well, I'll, I'll let you go with your little, your little." You know, like woman, that's what they want to do. They want to, you know, it's like where they take on a new guy. I'll, fi- I'll, I'll I'm going to fix I'll him fix up. Fix him up. <laughs> yeah. They want to fix everything up. I'm going like, to change him. Like, you know, Chris, who owns the land, he, he just wants to kill the thing. And I'm in the middle. I'm just like, yeah, look, hey, look, if if I had a, the shotgun out and I just happened to be casually strolling around the paddock with a shotgun out, which I never do, but I could. I mean, it, that's the thing. Where we live, it wouldn't be totally out of place for me just to be walking around that paddock with a shotgun. I, was, I drive home and I see, I've seen several guys in the time I live there walking around their paddocks with a gun. So, you know, it's fine. I can do it. Um, I have only seen the granddaddy jackrabbit in the next paddock over, which I have been cleared to shoot. But, um, but yeah, Shadow, I think, I think I've re- I think I've gone past the point with Shadow now, I think. I think I just, I don't know. If Chris, if Chris, Chris, he's not actively looking for Shadow, that's the thing. But yeah, the the girls of the house, they've really gotten a soft on for Shadow though. It's, yeah, I know, mate. I'm, I, like, I'm, in, I'm torn. I, I'm kind of, I'm intrigued to see what happens. I'll go and check, oh fuck, I'll go and sort of like, oh, your fucking cat's eating all the biscuits. So I don't know what you're going to do. I don't know what the end goal is, Tim, with Shadow. I don't know. You need to grassy knoll that fucking cat. Yeah, yeah, it's hard. It's hard because the yeah the or just stop feeding it. But like you say, the the girls are uh, they're out of control. They're out of control. It's too late. Too late. They're out of control. There's no stopping. Oh, you have three cats. I can't stop. uh, Trying to stop the two of them together. They're they're a they're a juggernaut. They're a feline juggernaut at the moment. Do they do they conspire they against you? No, they just fret over the cat. They're they're very concerned and they're like, oh, we can't let, oh, we can't let Shadow Shadow's so small and hungry. We can't. He'll, she'll die. He'll die. 
I'm just like, ah, I, I just, yeah, you're just like, I'm just like, ah, oh, fuck, ah, oh, whatever, what it do, what do whatever. But yeah, I, I am a little bit excited to see what happens with Shadow. Though. <laughs> <laughs> What's this space? Yeah, I want to see what happens with Shadow. I, I kind of do. Yeah, I want to see if maybe I don't know, but it's it wouldn't work with our cats anyway. Like our cats are fucking mellow and dopey. Like we can't have some fucking lunatic. It's like yeah, it's like bringing in a. It's Ukrainian. Like, yeah, it's like bringing in a PTSD damaged Ukrainian underfed runt human <laughs> and just letting it live in your fucking house with your two kids who are quite sort of chilled out and sort of easy to deal with. Yeah. And then you bring in this PTSD riddled fucking Ukrainian kid and he, I don't know, starts doing bad shit. Pissing inside. Yeah. <laughs> Shitting in the corner and lighting fire, lighting things on fire and killing things. Uh, we can't have it, mate. So yeah, I don't know. Amy will Amy will listen back to this. She'll listen to this. She can't get enough of me. But she'll listen to this and she'll have something to say about it. She can't get enough. Of you. She will. She will. She will say how I portrayed her jokingly as like some sort of crazy cat lady. And her and Eva are. There's no doubt about that. They are crazy cat ladies. But you know, I and I will. I I would have exaggerated some of the story. And Amy will let me know all about it and how actually I encouraged them to bring Shadow in and yeah, probably just I'd to probably, make the story better. Yeah, I've probably. Yeah, I've probably toned some things down of my own and probably amped these up. Uh, I think we're nearly there. I do have to go, and it's really it's good. It's early tonight. It's only 8 o'clock. Yeah. So I'll be able to go home and watch, just watch casually watch the league. Yeah. Now, the league tonight. Who we it, got? It's the Finns up. Oh, yes. The, do- the Dolphins v your, uh, the Rabbit-o, the Rabbits. Oh, come on, Dolphins. But, you know... Yeah, hey, look, they, they the Dolphins did the Cowboys last week, though. And speaking of the Cowboys, that's who the Waz are playing this week. I listened to this Warriors Life today. Uh, great content, uh, Fonzie and Will. Excuse me, I'm getting quite bunged up now. But um, it's all that chocolate, I think, but I love the chocolate. But anyway, um, but yeah, so this week, look, it's 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 getting a bit icky because we've, we've been smashed with injuries. And the injuries are piling up. Yeah, when, that's, when, that, that does worry me. When we're bit. back at full strength, like, you know, Tohu may be back this week, but uh, then Barnett's not back yet. Near Corey's suspended for another week. Imagine if we went into the if we went into this game with Tohu as essentially a certainty, Egan, who's out on concussion protocols. If we had Tohu Egan, Mitch Barnett was back and Near Corey was back. And Tamari Martin. And Tamari Well, yeah, Tamari, yes, but did you see they doing, doing what we walk- said they probably shouldn't? Yeah, They're they are. Walker and, at six. and even the this Warriors life guys were questioning that because we were all led. And look, total, look, they they are the brains trust yeah. up in all, at Mount Smart, but we were under the impression it was next man up. But now we're bringing in um, Dylan Walker to play six, which I'm fine with. But we think Dylan, like I think you said the other night, Dylan Walker is best in the he's best on the impact. 14 off the bench yeah so look uh, unless there's something we don't know about Volkman like maybe they're not happy with Volkman needs to spend more time in New South Wales Cup for his defence but hey look Volkman was the 6 in the in the, in the the Sharks game we know how the Shark team turned out we come back and won so it can't have been all bad for Volkman and they reckon uh, Luke Metcalf's still a couple few weeks away Luke saw calf yeah, yeah, Luke Sawcalf. Yeah, he's he's got bad car. Is it calf or hammy? One of the two. <laughs> he's been in the states. Uh, look, if 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 Metcalf was there, I'd feel a lot better. I mean, Tamari Martin's. They reckon he's out for eight weeks, yep. so he's out for two months. So look, Metcalf's going to get a go. 
uh, Dylan Walker. I mean, I I, I kind of hope. Gee, I, look, I, I I like what Cossie's been doing, but Watini uh, Zalesniak scored four tries on the New South Wales Cup the other day. You got to bring you got to yeah. bring Dylan back in, don't you? He's in the he's he's named in the he's in the the extended squad. Okay, but it's hard, I guess it's hard to get rid of Cossie when he's been playing really good. He's been playing good, but do, can you leave Dallin's an international player? Can you leave Dallin out? I mean, he's got a bit more he's got a bit more strike than than Cossie. Cossie look, don't get me wrong. I think Cossie, you know, he's there or thereabouts. But I think you bring Dallin in. But anyway, that aside, I am a little bit worried about this game. It's, it's got all the hallmarks of one of those games where yeah. the Cowboys have been playing like shit. We went up there and beat them in Townsville the, a couple of weeks back. The fucking Dolphins pulled their pants down last weekend and beat them up in Townsville. They haven't been playing well. Where's this game? It mounts smart, but still, I'm just like, I'm a little bit like, ugh, fuck. You know, it, here's the thing. I don't, don't want to go too off the boil, but do you know the next, after this game, do you know the next three games? No. Okay, after this weekend versus the Cows, it goes Melbourne Storm on Anzac Day. Easy win. Easy win in Melbourne. So we've got the next three games after the Cowboys are Melbourne, Roosters, Panthers, Magic Round. That's, oh. yeah, I know. Easy. I Easy. If, now, let's not lowball it because everyone was lowballing at the start of the season. We all know that I wasn't. If we win versus the Cows... If we could get, you know, obviously, you know, then they'd be, uh, what would they be after that? They'd be, uh, they'd be, oh, they'd be five and two. That's yep. pretty good. Yeah. We're four and two. We'll be yeah. five and two if we beat the cows. I know we're crystal balling. And then, look, uh, let's not lowball it. Let's just say if they could jag two wins out of that. Who do you think they'll beat in those two two games? I think the, the, least, the least likely yep. would be the Panthers. I I think the most likely would be the Roosters. You think? Yep. Okay. Because they've played them already. But Melbourne are coming back into form. Yeah. So yeah, I think they could beat the Roosters. Think they could beat Melbourne, but I don't think they'll beat the Panthers. Okay. I yeah. Oh look, the Panthers. Based on fucking nothing. Based on just watching the shit this year. Yeah. Like I think if the by the Panthers game, if if this was our Ford back, a Ford Ford back, if this was our Ford pack for the Panthers game. You're rating it. Look, if this was oh, so you're, you're naming the four pack. If, yeah. if we can have this four pack there or thereabouts on the field versus the Panthers, and in fact, the, all of the teams, if it could be Barnett, Wade, AFB, sorry, ladies, um, Jackson um, Ford. Yep, Jackson Ford, Nia Corey, and Tohu. That's a fucking good forward back. I would back us in. If we can have that forward pack on the field, I would back us to win nearly all of those games. I'm not. I know it's yeah, crazy. I, I think without Wade or Tohu, I don't think we've got a good chance in any of these games. No, like, no. we've got a chance. We but need a healthy Tohu and a healthy. Yeah. I don't if know both what we're of them are playing, I don't know what we're gonna do with Wade. I don't know what we're gonna do with him because he's taken too much damage. Like people are people are starting. Well, people. I, I just I hear pundits like, are they gonna have to spell them? Like, you know, like I got a Surinan. I don't know. Surinan's a funny player. Eh? He's, but he he does he did have good service from dummy half. I thought uh, if you were to compare, uh, who who else would they use at dummy half when if Egan's off? They'd use Jazz 
or Dylan Walker or Surinan. Surinan, I think, would be the, service is would the, be the best. Yeah, he's got good service. He's got a, he's got good a good pass on him. Yeah, but not, we don't want any of that. We need to, we need we need that. We need those guys. We need and then, and then off the bench you would have that's crazy. That's leaving out. That's jazz. That's no, you can't. That's leaving out jazz. But jazz can't be left out of the seventeen. But that's jazz not getting on. But you can't put jazz in over two, obviously. But that'd be jazz. Tom Arley, who's going gangbusters at the moment, <laughs> and my, I got a soft spot. Joshy, you have Curran on the bench. Yep. And who would be the other? Um, I mean, I suppose you've either, I don't know, they're either going to, have to go Surinan. Am I forgetting someone? Or you know, they, they haven't had Fred. They haven't had they. They for rightly. Where so, were you putting Nick Corey in the starting? He's, he's on an edge. Yeah, he's starting yeah. on an edge. Yeah. He, he. I mean, yeah. He's starting on an edge. Yeah. So to be. Barnett and uh, AFB props, Wado, uh, Ford, well, Bunty, uh, Bunty. You're leaving, yeah. I, yeah, I would. Le- I think but once Barnett is back, and yeah. I think Ali, uh, uh, Tom Ali is. He's. You, know, you think you, Bunty you just, dip just, out? Bunty's going to have to dip out yeah. and go back to New South Wales Cup. Yeah. I don't know what's happening with Bunty. I love Bunty, but let's do us. Who the fuck do I think I am? <laughs> 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 This is what this is what guys do. This is how I keep my mental health in uh, some sort of some sort of fit state, somewhat. But yeah, I'm just trying to. Th- I feel like I'm missing someone out. But yeah, that bench. If it were, yeah, the bench would be it'd be Walker, Jazz, Curran, and you know you're gonna have to have a guy like you know, either Surinan or yeah. They don't seem to want to run Lusick. They don't want to run two hookers. Maybe there's you know that's part of the game plan. I don't know. I'm not in the brains trust. I mean, who who? Let's just quickly before we. Before we uh, clock off for the night, let, let me just check the. Um, <laughs> let's just check the. Uh, let's just check the team list this week, so I know. So just get a vibe of it, who I'm missing out. Uh, yeah, Jackson Ford, Bailey. So yeah, blah, do we blah, have blah, a blah. do we have a Katoa? A Katoa, as in like a um. Oh, we did. We had we had. We did. We don't anymore. We don't anymore. No. So. Um, I tell you what's fucking weird is uh, the the OKC Thunder who played today. I know, no, no, but they. Um, I don't mind that. Is uh, that baseball? No, that's uh, NBA basketball. NFL. So no, there's that season's over, Tim. You got to pick a team. You don't have any teams. You don't have a baseball team, eh? No. Do you have an NFL team? I still don't have an NFL team. Do you have an AFL team? No. No. Um, you don't have. Who do you any- recommend? Uh, who do I recommend? Uh, in the in the AFL? Mm. Uh, I don't mind uh I don't know. Uh, I don't mind the pies, Collingwood, the pies, you know, the magpies. Um maybe Geelong, the cats. I'm more a uh, Melbourne based sort of guy. You yeah. Know. Yeah. Uh, NBA team, do you have one? NBA. NBA, yeah. Nah. Nah, you're racist. I, I, um, you're a racist. Yeah. You hate the blacks. You hate the blacks. Yeah, just like tall black people. I just you don't like them? Nah, not don't a like fan. Them. Nah. Too cocky? Yeah. Too flashy? Yeah. Too much? They should. What they should all be doing, instead of spending all their money on jewellery, guns, and fast cars, they should be investing in their communities the and community. their youth. Yeah. They're, yeah. Dumb, they're dumb cunts, basically. Yeah. They're just stupid fucks. I don't understand <laughs> why they can't figure out that, look, you were slaves, and then now you're trying to prove that you are something, but it's just dumb. They should you know they should listen to. The Joel and Tim show. Yes, and Hotep Jesus. <laughs> like, do you think Hotep Jesus doesn't do any of that, should they? Nah, fuck no. 
doesn't he, play those games. He doesn't play any of that game. He's just all about. He's a smart guy. He's a smart black, right? Yeah. You he's a be, smack. He's a smack. <laughs> he's a smack. Like can't they just all be smacks? Why doesn't Hotep Jesus the smack uh, mentor all the dumb NBA players? NBA players that just I don't know. They just like you know Jar Morant. You probably don't know Jar Morant. He's a no. guard for the. Um, Memphis Grizzlies. Like, he got suspended a month ago for, like, flashing a gun in, like, a video in a nightclub. And you look at the... Just, I listen to Andrew Bogut. You know, Andrew Bogut used to be... Yep. And he is... The anti-jabber. Yeah, the anti-jab NBA. You know, he's an NBA champion. You know, Aussie center used to play Who for... Who does he play for? Uh, Gold State Warriors. He was who he won championship with. And he is just like, man... Yeah, same shit we say about NRL players. He's like, man... These guys are... How dumb are they? How dumb are they? Like, you're Jar Morant. You're one of the most... You're you're in the top 20 famous NBA superstars, and you are posting photos on social media of you with a handgun up in the club. I mean, you think fucking Cameron Munster and the cheese were stupid. That's next level dumb. It's a gun, you dumb fuck. <laughs> anyway, how do we even get all this? Oh, yeah, OKC. Okay. OKC okay, okay, had a good win today, but he, this is what I was going to say. They have two guys in their team with the same name. How annoying is that? They have two Jalen Williamses. And the comments are such a debacle for the commentary team. They, they call- both started? Uh, no, but they're on the court at the same time. So what they call them, they call them their college... J1 bar- and J2? Yeah, well, yeah, it's like, yeah. So they call them their college basketball name at the end. They'll say Jalen Williams, Santa Clara, Santa Cl- Saint, Saint Clarita, or Jalen uh, Williams, Oklahoma, or something. Oh, so if people followed uh, Oklahoma, they would know well, it was that just, one. Or- yeah, that's just it's just like I, had a, I don't even know how we got onto that, but we were talking about something to do with sport. But what were we talking about? No, oh, we were Waz. talking about the the Waz team. <laughs> yeah, the Waz team. So yeah, I think um, we just need to get we need to get well, that 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 Ford pack back on, and I think well, you can't do much about Tamari. Um, can't okay, so team, like, team list v Cowboys round seven. We were just seeing if we'd left anyone out yep. that we couldn't think of. Yeah. So we've got Chance at the back. Yeah. Cossie on one wing. No, drop him out for Dallin. Vilea and Pompey in the centres. Pompey's a fucking. He's a weird. He's a strange player, man. Yeah. Right. Excuse me, I'm eating more chocolate. Like. Oh, is, what are you doing? Montoya he is, five. He's the epitome of rocks and diamonds. Eh? Yeah. But like, he's been pretty. He's been pretty good this year. How was a step on Bradman Best? Oh. But Gaznier, like you love Gaznier, <laughs> yeah, right? Yes. But then just sometimes, just like it's I don't know. I'm not writing anyone off. So Dylan Walker at six, Sean at seven, eight. We got Adam Lusick at nine, Bunty at ten. Yeah, Bunty's not going well. We've got Jackson Ford, Bailey Sirenin, and Tohu. As captain. Yep. Um, and the reserves have got... Uh, Joshy? Yeah, from the... Jazz? We've got, we've got Jazz, Josh, Tom, Dallin, and, and Tane. Volkman, Tane, Tane, and... Andy Bench. Uh, so then we've got... I reckon you bring Dallin. I reckon Dallin will come in, eh? Yeah. Fuck. Within the 24 hours before that... Uh, before the last 24 other uh, 24 hours before the game where do you think they'll put him though I th- also think will they put Vol- him on the Vol- wing is Volkman on the reserves um, 
Well, Cogman's he's not on the reserves, because eh? do you think maybe well, they're just they're just getting the? Well, uh, he's count- in. The, yeah, he's in the twenty-three. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if um, yeah, I wonder who knows what they could do, but I wonder if they'll just bring Volkman in at the in the at the cutoff, drop Walker onto the bench and drop Tain to a picky because Tain to a picky's a funny one. I don't really know what you do with him because he's a fullback, right? Most teams don't carry a fullback on their bench. It seems a bit. Is this just because they think they're going to blood him soon? Well, Tain Tuapiki played. He started when um, 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 Chance was injured yeah. that game, um, and he was he was pretty good. Like he was pretty was, good, but Volkman yeah. was okay too. Like, yeah. I don't know, fuck. But anyway, you get like Chance is playing so fucking good. Oh, Chance is. I mean, fuck, Chance. He is, might be the best player he, we've got. Yeah, hundred percent. Like Chance's name is, um, you know, the first names on the sheet. It'd be yeah. like Sean Tohu Wade Chance. Yeah, they're the first four names you write down. I mean, but then there's there's also there's also AFB, Barnett, Montoya, you know, Montoya. They're, they're, there's all that, they're, they're all there's, there aren't many. You know, it's great. We've got great depth, but I'm a little bit concerned about the Cowboys game. But I am going to back the Waz. Um, you know, like I'm going to back As the you Waz. Should. But I don't. I don't think it'll be. I don't think it'll be. Uh, it could be a high scoring game, but I don't think there'll be much in it. You know what I mean? I don't think there'll be much in it. Anyway, um, I think we could nearly wrap. There might have been one more thing. Uh, let me see, Tim. Let me see. Oh, now, now this is a thing I didn't know if I would bring up or not. Um, that's never stopped me in the past. Uh, oh, no, one last thing. If you want, and other listeners who are also Warriors fans would like to partake in this, uh, there was a um, last night on Sky, but you could probably maybe watch it on YouTube. I'd imagine it was uh, once a warrior with Monty Beetham. His guest was Steve Price. I tell you what, you watch the Steve Price on Once a Warrior with Monty Beetham. Uh, Steve Price, look, all around great guy. Love Steve Price. Was huge Steve. Yeah, you know, still yeah. You know, but you watch the Steve Price montage, you'll be right back. Really, you'll be right back into the mid two thousands, mate. Oh yeah, mate. The Steve Price uh, montage was great. His tries, him and Wiki. Oh, and you, you fuck. were just you were back there, mannering. You were just like, oh, I remember those days. Oh, we'd kill for a fucking. Imagine having a Wiki and Price combo. That we were fucking. We were. Or Michael Luck. We were. Yeah, Michael oh. Luck was in there. We were even. Uh, uh, was it? Uh, what was his name? Nathan. Uh, Nathan. Fiend. Fiend. The Aussie New Zealander. Yeah, the Aussie New Zealander. New Zealand Kiwi grandmother or whatever it was. <laughs> but no, going back, winding back the clock to those teams, that uh, we were fucking, man, those years we were, we were good. Yeah. We were knocking everyone over back then, you know. We would make the finals. It was, you know, standard to make the finals back then. But um, yeah, that was a good watch. But that was it. That was my last little bit of uh, league sport chat, bread and circuses chat. And the last thing I had on my list was something uh, um, Mitz texted me a few weeks back. This is going downhill really. This is, this is a sad story. So I won't give the guy's name away because, you know, it's probably, well, you'll, you'll know when I tell you about it. So Mitz texted me this stuff article the other week and it was fucking weird. I was painting a house you know the person's house down in Kashmir yeah. about six weeks ago, pre they were selling it. And uh, the, you know the wee Z down down on Columbus Street down here, yeah. down the bottom of the hill? Pulled in there. I'll say the guy's name, but I won't say his last name. Uh, I pulled in, got some gas one day, and then 
a guy come walking out, Mike, the carpet layer. Mitz and I used to paint, when we were in the, uh, it was our dot-com boom, it was the as-is, where-is, uh, sorry, the, the as-is, um, what, what were they called, those houses, the, um, you know, the houses that everyone was buying and flicking, what was the name of them for Fletcher's? They weren't as-is. Were they, were they as-is? No, they were as-is. They, they were the as-is, yeah. When we were in that boom, we had a lady who was buying them and just, Mitz and I were just like polishing the turds. So we were, they were doing- like the uninsurable houses. The uninsurable houses. Yeah. So in that boom, which was, you know, fucking, I don't know, what was that, eight years? No, longer than that. Yeah, about eight or nine years ago, whenever. But so the guy who was doing the um, carpet, so we would always see- Mike, right? And I saw Mike down here, down the hill, yeah, several weeks ago. And we were in the forecourt. There's no one around. We were holding anyone. We had a big yarn. How you been? His kids, his daughter. He's got two daughters. One was at uni in fucking Otago. And the other one was, you know, real sporty guy. Fucking mountain bike. Everything. One of those guys. He's 55. Anyway, Mitz texts me this fucking article on stuff. And I read it. I was sitting on the couch and I, at home. This is a couple of weeks ago. I was like, I was like, what's this article? And I opened it. And it was like, super fit dad of two dies after choking on steak at family barbecue. Oh, and I was like, what? No. Yeah. And I couldn't fucking believe it. I must have seen him a week before that happened. And it was, it's, it's it, it made. Of all the ways to go. I know. I fucking know, man. I've, I, 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 I was a bit, you know, like I say, like we. We talk shit on the podcast, but for that whole day at work, I was just, all day, I was like, I can't believe that. Like, and I can't believe I just saw him not long ago. And then that must have, I looked at the date when it happened. I'm like, for a moment, I was like, did I see one of those? Did I see, did I run into an apparition at the service station? I honestly thought about that for about 10 minutes. And then I kind of figured out the dates I was working in Kashmir thinking, no, must have just been before. But not to make it about me and seeing spirits, but. Yeah, man, it was weird that I. Well, that's a that's a very unfortunate to way of unfortunate way way to go. Um, so R.I.P. to Mike. Really good carpet, like all round good dude. But just what's the what's the 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 closing message for today's podcast? Tim has to be make sure you chew, mate. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something like live your, live your life. Like, live you life, never, love. You, you never know when it's going to end. Well, no, you don't. But also, like, I just think, fuck, man, uh, you know, what a fucking, like, Amy <laughs> Amy watches me, hey, like, she watches me some. Shoveling food in. Yeah. And she, and I get a bit shitty at her. Not shitty, but I'm like, babe, I can't. Eat. Like, last night, uh, I gave Amy the night off. And Eva asked me if... You mean um, you gave Thermomix the night off? I gave Thermo Babe the night <laughs> off. Uh, and Eva, I I have this thing, the one thing I make on weekend lunches for the kids. We call it, it's even got a name in the house, it's called Magic Pasta. Because that, it's magic, how I make this pasta. Because it's really, there isn't much in it. Essentially, I cook the pasta and it's just... Surprise, surprise. Do you know what the magic ingredient is, Tim? Semen? No, no. We're not a Papua New Guinean tribe. <laughs> no. Uh, that's uh, the spirit cooking, eh? That, like, um, 
what is it, Marina Abramovich and Bill Gates and all that do? The fucking <laughs> see what they do. Oh, they do witching oh, like that. Fucking yeah. disgusting. Yes, cum cakes. Oh, that's like Alistair Crowley shit. No, so the magic ingredient is, well, it's not magic, but cream? it's cream. Yeah. So I, I cook the pasta, I lob it into the colander, and then let, you know, uh, drain that. And then I just, in the same pot with the sort of, with the with the pasta residue, not too much cream because you know cream's not cheap, Tim. But we, I put in cream and I put it on a low boil, like real low heat, and I grate my cheese up and I just slowly sprinkle in grated cheese, and as it starts to slowly thicken as I'm stirring it, lob the pasta back in, salt, pepper, and a can. Now some people might be like yuck, but it's good. A can of tuna, mix it up. Maybe a bit more salt and pepper. And it's just, and I, I, with, when Amy's not looking, I probably slide in a little bit more cheddar. Oh, yeah. And I really get it sticky. And then I just slop it out on the plates. And it's, yeah, it's just, not, the kids are never like, oh, no, we're having. Everyone's like, sweet, we're having magic pasta. And then everyone Amy, loves the magic pasta. Everyone loves the magic pasta. But anyway, why am I making this about me and my magic pasta? A man is dead. But last night I was eating magic pasta because I, like I say, gave Amy the night off. What a guy! And uh, Amy was watching me. She's like, "Babe, you didn't even chew that." And I thought, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, okay, okay." But it's hard with yeah, pasta, pasta, mate. Just slides down, mate. What just slides down the gullet. She, she's like, "There are no teeth below. Like, there's no teeth in you. You know." And I'm like, I know that. I'm well aware of that, Amy. I'm well aware there's no teeth in my esophagus. But um, yeah, if poor old fucking Mike. Oh, that sucks, man. He's a mountain biker. And I think, like, yeah, he was with his, I believe he was with his brother and shit. They're just having, a, just imagine having a Barbie and someone fucking just gets a bit of fucking, we can't, you, be, you must have, you got a good story, we can't end on this. I was going so well. I know. Why do you start with this? I, sh- I, I thought about starting with this, but that's a terrible way to start. Yeah, but no, but um, I think that's just a bit of a, oh, no, um, I do have a public service announcement. Go. That is, um, I do have a public service announcement, which might be a better way to end the show. Should I pull it up? I'll just load it. This is a this is a wee bit of guidance from a just a he's a young chap. Let's pull it up. Boys have a. Let's let's just let's just go back here. Boys have a penis. Girls have a vagina. <laughs> Thanks for the tip. <laughs> I don't know how many um, I don't Is that off um, What Arnie movie is that Is that off um, Is it Kindergarten Cop It might be yeah oh, There was There was Two Videos That I saw on uh, Instagram yesterday And fuck I tell you what man I don't know how many times I've watched that And And this one The other one was The um, that the Once again You know the black kid that, oh, so good! I, lo- I don't know how so many good. So- <laughs> Amy was like, "Did you show Eva that?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, Eva yeah. and I watched that about ten times." And then Eva <laughs> thinks the boys have a penis and girls have a vagina. Thanks for the dip. I mean, I don't know. Yesterday, I probably—I mean, I exaggerate, but I probably watched them twenty times each yesterday. I mean, it's so that, good. That kid talking to the teacher—that's fucking gold. Oh, mate. it's so gold. But I love the bit. I love the rest is. When um, they all the parents or all, all the uh, teachers are like, uh, Dave, start, and he's, and then the the teacher that's that initially greeted the kids was like, do you need to um, leave or whatever? And he's like, no, bitch. 
<laughs> I'm like, wow. I mean, that poor little cunt. You know, he probably doesn't have a dad at home, and we're mate. You know, I mean, yeah. it's, it's like um, it's like that thing with um, you know, last a couple of weeks ago, there was one of the outrages was you would have probably heard about it, the digital blackface. Like, if you're a white person and you've used a black person in a meme or a gif, you, that's called digital blackface. Really a thing. That's really a, that they were trying to sell that. And it's like that. I mean, that that clip's even worse because we're making light of uh, um, probably a underprivileged, privileged black kid living in a ghetto, telling a, telling a teacher to shut the fuck up. I I don't care. say whatever you want about it. I find funny, it funny, funny. But then there's also you would you. I know you've already seen it, but there's the um, the Gerald Salente clip that I um, I clipped up off. I think I took it off uh, John Jones's uh, John, Joseph, John, John Joseph. Jones. John Joseph's thing. Maybe we'll end on uh, these are wise, wise words from Gerald Salente. Here's my slogan for the next for the 2024 presidential election or any election in any country near you. Who the fuck are you to tell me what to do? Who the fuck are you to tell me what to do? Stay home. Fuck off. <laughs> Get to jab, shove it up your ass. Who the fuck are you to tell me what to do? These people destroyed our economy. They did. They artificially popped it up with cheap money so the bigs could get bigger with their zero interest rate policy and dumping trillions of dollars into the economy. He's my spirit animal. I love Gerald Salente, uh, R.I.P. Mike, and Dasvidanya. Good night.